<laughs> lower the mic level. Oh, I can sit back too. No, no, it's fine. I felt like I had to be over here, but you yell at the dog. It's like <laughs> the sound waves turned into like a hurricane. Not a hurricane, earthquake meeting. Like a hurricane. Neil Young. 1972. Kidding, I don't know the year. But it is Neil Young. It was Neil Young. You don't have to look at your notes to check that. (laughs) Just in case I think of something and I don't want to interrupt you, I can write down. I write things down on this note. Oh, that's going to make me nervous. I won't won't do it then. No, I'm kidding. Do it. But if I start getting nervous, stop. Are you all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Come along quietly or not. I will talk to you of art. For there is nothing else. Some artists make a hook. Yes. Bite upon it. Hello folks, this is Albert Shivers. This is yet another episode of Planet Shivers Podcast. It's early in the morning. Louis Armstrong's dead. Now I feel too good myself. Let's do a podcast, alright? First of all, let's get into this. Got a lot of new art coming. My jazz art show has been now moved to August. We're still trying to figure out a date. But um, it's going to be awesome. There's going to be tons, tons of my artwork along with a soundtrack to the show that goes along with the art that's there. So that's going to be really cool. Um, Also, just want to bring this up, point of conversation. Yesterday I came to find that a lot of NBC sitcoms have been yanked from all sorts of streaming channels. Not necessarily the whole sitcom, but several episodes. About six episodes of 30 Rock, this is how I noticed it, were yanked from Amazon Prime and Hulu for things in them that upset people. I don't, you know, I get it, but I don't necessarily agree. You can't, you can't be erasing um, history. So luckily, all these years of hoarding DVDs has finally paid off because, you know, they can't take those away. All right. I'm right. On this episode of Planet Shivers, it's been such a long time coming, but finally, Gabby is on. My sister, her and I, thick as thieves, and I think that this podcast really kind of brought us back to a time when we were cracking each other up constantly. I think it'll be a lot of fun to listen to, and I hope you enjoy it. Before we get to that, it's um it's shout out time. Last week, if you listen to last week's episode, I called out the same person I'm gonna do this week, Renee D Photography. Um, I know Renee personally, and she takes great pictures. She does weddings, newborns, maternity, headshots, families, documentary pictures, couples, commercial, children, birth stories, which is hard to get to find people to do that. And as well as boudoir photos. You know, if you're feeling sexy, want something for the husband, surprise him on the 4th of July. Tape some fireworks to your body or something. You know, stick a bottle rocket in your bra. I don't know. Do something. Um, If you're interested, if you want some photography done, you could find 
Renee at ReneeDPhotography.com. Or you could follow her on Instagram at ReneeDPhotography. And on those sites, on the website, on the Instagram, you'll be able to see some examples of just how good her pictures are. She uses very minimal photoshopping, very minimal effects. She deals with natural light and natural photographs, and she captures the way you look in the best way possible without all the mishigas and all the technology. She, you know, she's not going to, rather than, you know, um, smoothing out a blemish or, you know, getting rid of a snaggle tooth, she leaves it. She finds the beauty in it and photographs it. Also, sometimes, whether it's with your family or just by yourself, being in front of a camera can make you very nervous. Renee's temperament is that she's kind, she's friendly, she's warm. She'll melt that nervousness right away. She's a uh, perfect photographer in that sense. And her, again, her pictures are great. So one more time, that's ReneeDPhotography.com and also ReneeDPhotography on Instagram. This morning I woke up listening to a nice Red Fox record. I've been on a kick of listening to comedy first thing in the morning, as opposed to getting hit with bad news, which seems to be everywhere, beating us over the head like a brick. I get up in the morning, I have my little portable suitcase turntable, I go and pick out a record. First it was, when I started it was a few Richard Pryor records, then I moved on to Carlin. This morning it was Red Fox. Tomorrow I think I'll listen to some Dolomite, a different guy every day. And some women, too. But, um, yeah, Red Fox was a volcano of jokes. He never ran out of jokes. And um, you listen to him, you know, there's the image in our heads of Fred Sanford and Sanford and Son. But that was in the 70s. Red Fox has been doing comedy decades and decades before that. Broke out on the Chitlin circuit in the 40s. You know, did comedy right alongside jazz greats, rhythm and blues greats, Louis Jordan, Jump Blues, all those guys. And um, at the time, in his time, he was the king. You know, uh, during those days you had Red Fox and Dick Gregory. There were other black comedians, but Fox and Gregory were the first ones to really get over that hump and reach out to other races of an audience. In their own way. Dick Gregory more politically. With his comedy. And Red Fox. Just raw unbridled jokes and comedy. And um. Without Red Fox. There is no Carlin. There is no Pryor. There is no Eddie Murphy. All these guys. Fox was the pioneer. He was right there. And um. His records are great. Go look them up. There is tons of them on YouTube. Put them on, turn off the news, get off of Facebook. I'm off, and I've never been happier. Get off of Facebook and listen to some comedy. It doesn't have to be Red Fox. Red Fox is great, but go pick your favorite comedian and just listen to him. Sit there and laugh. That's all I have to say about that. Let's get to this conversation with Gabby. Again, I hope you enjoy it. It was amazing to finally sit across from her and do this her and I have been wanting to get together on this podcast for a while we couldn't make it happen but it happened another silver lining of this BS 
but it happened and um, it was great. I loved it. I love her. Hope you enjoy it. They got it for me. Oh, yeah. I didn't buy this with, yeah. with my sixth grade money. But you probably won't pick the brand, though. No, Did I think pick? I picked exactly the one I want. <laughs> and they just went and got it. It's right out and got it. <laughs> Don't put that in there. It makes me sound spoiled, you know? Spoiled out. You know, I, I hate. You know what I hate? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we're recording. So, whenever I meet anybody new, uh-huh. and. Like, this happened with Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Beep here. <laughs> it happened with her where we talk about when we were kids. And my being a kid to, compared to her being a kid would be like Richie Rich talking to um, Oliver Twist. And she once she asked me to see the whole movies. Because I told her I have a ton oh, of whole movies of me as nice. a kid. Right? Showing interest. So... We're watching the home, and at first I'm a baby. I get older as the movie yeah, goes. Yeah, right, good. Not Benjamin Button. <laughs> no. <laughs> first I'm a baby. And I'm getting older, and, and I'm about, like, four. I'm walking, I'm talking. You're talking? I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm doing the whole thing. And it's Christmas. Uh-huh. And it's just me, my mom, and dad. It's just three of us. And, but, like, there's a bunch of presents. Yeah, and oh. this this girl grew up. She was she got a pack of toothpicks for. You know, oh, that sucks. And I'm watching this, and she's not oh. feeling any way about it, but I am. <laughs> I'm like, look at this, you know, this is because I'm opening presents and I'm jumping around, You're yelling, and I got a mom and a dad in the same room, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, but yeah, I don't know what that has to do with it. Oh, you say spoiled before. <laughs> That's what brought that up. Yeah. Hello, folks. This is another episode of Planet Shivers. I'm Albert Shivers. And today, long awaited, I'm sitting here with my beautiful sister and amazing musician. Well, thank you so much, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here. Good. And I'm glad we finally got this, and it's fun that we're doing it now. Yeah. I think it's been like a year that you've been asking me. It's been me a year, but it's, been... it's just not worked out. That's all. It's just it timing. Been. And now the timing is perfect because you know yeah, why. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. What are we doing? <laughs> we had to get yeah. a pandemic to, yeah, to no, do this. <laughs> the whole world needed to stop spinning on its axis. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so here we are. Here we are. And um, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to cover. We got a lot to cover. And um, it's going to be good. So you had some topics in mind. Well, my first question for you, Albert, we can, you know, you can ask me the same question because it's going to be probably a conversation. Yeah. Two-sided. What's the first time, story of the first time you smoked marijuana? So I feel like this is a good, like, everyone has a story. Yeah. It's something. At least a little anecdote. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, mine was at a further concert. Okay. And um, Makes sense. (laughs) You know what's crazy, mm-hmm. and I'll go back to that, but what's crazy, and this doesn't usually happen this way, mm-hmm. but through these further buddies, all my deadhead friends, I had LSD before oh. anything else. Oh my God. Like I just, I just <laughs> dove into the pool. Oh. 
Head first. Head first. Into that, yeah. And it was, and I got ripped off for it, too. I really? Overpaid. By how much? Tell me how much you paid. I don't remember how much I paid. But you just know. But I remembered I paid per centimeter. Okay. I've never taken Because it was tabs. Down. It was like, ta- it was like um, strips. Okay. And it was, you paid a certain amount per centimeter. Wow. Through somebody that my deadhead friend knew. Somebody <laughs> through somebody else. Oh, wow. And didn't give you a deal. And, well, he said, okay, it's this much. And I said, okay, I want this many centimeters. And when I got home, that New York and me measured it. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back to Dave. The next time I hung out, I just said his name. <laughs> just leave matter. it out. Yeah. I went back to him. The next time I hung out with him, we were jamming. <laughs> I said to him, I said, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I said to him, <laughs> like I was in the mob. I said to him, I just want you to know. <laughs> I just want you to know uh-huh. that your friend ripped me and off. <laughs> just so you know who you're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. That's just gotta really, let you know. That, and that's where I met. Just so you know <laughs> about your friend. <laughs> yeah. I wanted this much. He told me it was this much. And it was significantly less. Did you take any in between the time he told you what no. it was and you? No. And then they, he said to me, he goes, oh, you want me to want me to get your money back? I was like. It's not about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not about that's that. That's what I said. I said, it's not, it's not <laughs> it. Ain't about the money. <laughs> just, I want you to know that I know. So you know what's going on. Right. And, but so yeah. But that, so then I ended up, I did do it. And um, didn't care for it. But <laughs> that's besides the point. It was bad. The mannequins started moving. In your weird. own room, you did it alone. No, this was. I'm assuming it was your room because it was mannequins. Yeah. You could have been in a H and M. No, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, all the mannequins, their faces were making expressions. Yeah, that's the worst thing you could and have I done. I was like, that's. I had to tell myself like that's not happening. <laughs> you think it is, but it's, it's not. <laughs> don't don't go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but it was through those guys at a further show. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really have any effect on me for two reasons. That and it put my mind in this mindset of what doesn't affect. Excuse me, it just doesn't affect me. Yeah, I'm one of those people. It one doesn't those affect. People, yeah. But it was cheap, dirty hippie weed. First of all, <laughs> uh, that you know, like that some some girl like hidden her dreadlock oh for ninety God. miles, yeah. coming from Idaho, and. The second thing was, I was driving that night, too. Mm-hmm. So, and they had way more than me, and they were drinking. Right. Crossfading. So, <laughs> I was worried about driving. Yeah. So, I think I was just so preoccupied that it didn't have a, a chance. And that happened a few times yeah. over a period with those kids. Wow. Like, I never had any effect whenever I was with the, you'd think, at the dent shows and further shows... Yeah. That it would, this would be the best stuff. But it wasn't. It was garbage. Mm-hmm. From here all the way to San Francisco, sitting under a stupid tree named Janice <laughs> in um, in um, Golden Gate Park. Uh-huh. And even that, because then I was just pissed off. So <laughs> nothing nothing could have got could have affected me that day because I was just pissed because uh-huh. I wasn't having a good time. Yeah. Weed in, didn't go anywhere. It's interesting. I want to I want to point this out. I didn't want to interrupt you. Dirty hippie weed, right? Yeah. Now I've met my fair share of hippies in my sh- short life so far, 
and I'm probably due to not meet the more. Same kind of hippies. Wait, but uh, I've met. What do you mean, not the same kind of hippies? This is what I wait, wait, wait. Let me just get this thought <laughs> out. I feel like either hippies have two kinds of weed. It's either dirty, shitty, bullshit. Right. <laughs> and there's those hippies. And then there's the hippies that have, like, what you said, like, like, like. <laughs> but it's either they have really, really good weed or they have not the good weed. I ha- right. hung out with the ones that had the really good weed, yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah. Why? What do you mean? How do you know what kind of hippies I hang out with? Because <laughs> the people who were with us uh-huh. on these further shows were really, like. They were coming in from the, they were coming in from the mountains. They were. They were, and they had been been following the band, yeah. you know. It's like a person who got on the bus at the first stop and is going to ride it to the end, and you just keep getting on and getting off yeah. during the trip. But this guy's been <laughs> on the whole time, uh-huh. so they've just these people have just been on the road, and they're getting what they can get. Mm-hmm. And when you're on the road, getting what you can get, unless you run into somebody. The way they smoke, even if it was good, it ran out quick. Mm-hmm. So you ended up with just, you know, some something somebody grew in the upside down hat, mm-hmm. you know, in the basement. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it was never good, never good. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Accor- apparently the psychedelics were good mm-hmm. at those shows. Yeah, but I never only that one time. Yeah, and you didn't um, even take it out of show. No. That was it was liquid, and I found out it was some. I forget it was like MC MC five or something. It was some <laughs> like code. Uh huh. That what it was. It wasn't even necessarily acid or anything. Uh-huh. It was some weird drug that was giving other people that night seizures, who had Jesus. more than I did. Somebody in our group had a seizure. If you have one of those, you have to go to the hospital, or are you fine? He didn't go to the hospital. It's just they just crowded around him. They gave him some dumpster give him some bread. Spring? Some dumpster bread. They stick a wallet in his mouth. I don't. I don't know what that. I was with him. I don't know. Because I got those and I went off on my own. I didn't I, want to be around nobody. <laughs> but you didn't take them. At I the took show. Less. Oh, you took some at the, the show. The day. No, this is you the said time mannequins. I got dosed. Oh, that time I yeah. remember that story. Yeah. This there was somebody in our group had the same stuff, and had a seizure from it. I only had a little bit because I thought this girl was offering me a bottle of water. That's evil. Those people I deserve forgive, to go to hell. I That's forgive, a circle of hell. For those I people. forgive only because <laughs> two reasons. And I'm going to be honest with you because you're my sister. Uh-huh. I forgive her for two reasons. Number okay. one, um, I don't know if she realized that I didn't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> she probably maybe didn't. She probably thought he knows what I'm doing. It's fine. So that's... And the second reason was she was cute. I forgive her for that reason, too. But I don't think... I feel like she she thought that I knew. And I was just... Because we're in the, this Bill Graham Theater, indoor, in San Francisco. You know, it's January. These were New Year's Eve shows. Yeah. But it was hot. It's hot in the theater. A bunch of people, shoulder to shoulder. And I was just dying. I was thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was she, making you thirsty. She said to me, you want a drink? And she didn't wink or nothing or give me an elbow. <laughs> you're required to give a wink when you're giving someone that kind of drink. Yeah, right. If you're going to give them a drink, give them a wink. Something. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> so she didn't say nothing. She said, you want, some, you want a drink? 
And I was like, yes, oh my God. <laughs> and the only thing that stopped me from drinking more was I didn't want to drink this girl's, all this girl's water. Yeah, good. So, but I did. You know, like I had, I mean, we're looking at this bottle here. Yeah. It was full when she handed it to me. And I probably drank up to there. Mm-hmm. And that sent me t- t- to the moon. Didn't taste like water? Did it taste like it water? It did. It had no taste. Like It tasted like, like water would taste. Hmm. And next thing I know, Bob Weir, there's three Bob Weirs on stage. <laughs> like, That's not right. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and he trailed. That was the weird part. Mm-hmm. Is like he's strumming his guitar and his hand's going like... Oh, no. <laughs> That's a recipe. I had the soundtrack, uh, the sound effect, because no one can see anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what about you? My story is just embarrassing. I feel like your story is normal. Okay. I'm embarrassed about how, what my age. I'm embarrassed about my age. So, okay. Don't tell it yet. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like I have another perspective to this story. Of my story or your story? Of my story. Of your story. Oh, shit. If it's the same story, I think... Oh, no. If you're going to tell me this story, I have another perspective to it. All right. Okay. Is this muted? Because it's red. That means it's fine, right? It's blinking if it's muted. Okay. It's muted. muted, You wouldn't wouldn't, see it. Anyway. have any sound waves. So I was in the eighth... (laughs) I was in the eighth... Now I'm nervous. Oh, no, no, no. I just want to make sure. I forgot how this mic worked. Yeah. We're recording on a Blue Yeti. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by... Blue Yeti. (laughs) And White Claw. Speaking of white comedy, anyway, so I was in the eighth grade, and I really wanted to to smoke, and there was this guy who I can't say his name probably, right. and I knew that he could get me some. Was he an eighth grader also? Yeah. Okay. I wow. thought he could get me some. I don't even know if I knew what I was doing, so I don't even. He got me some, and I'm, it could have been oregano, or right. it could have just been shit. Right. And I tried to roll it. <laughs> Are you ready? I didn't have a pipe. I didn't have a bong. Right. I didn't know how to make them either. Right. Do you know what I rolled it in? A big old thick piece of computer paper. <laughs> like an idiot. And I was right. like, this doesn't feel good at all. Right. And I I could have smoked oregano. I don't know. Didn't feel anything, so right? where were you? I was in the computer room <laughs> where the computer paper was. Right. Probably tried to roll it on that. Tried to like hot dog fold it around the weed. <laughs> Right. And then try to smoke, inhale computer paper. You know, thick computer, like yeah. thick, compu- like a good stack. Right. There's like staples. Yeah. <laughs> staples premium paper. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when you smoked it though, were you in the computer room or were you Probably. in your bedroom? I don't remember, honestly. I mean, all right. Maybe I jar your memory a little bit. Here I go. Did, did you, when was it? Was this the time you set up? One of, one of Dad's little black computer fans. <laughs> no, in your window. No, that was um, just that was just another time. That okay. was in I think I was a junior, and I'm pretty sure that's when I started trying to smoke again because <laughs> I had a pipe. <laughs> yeah, I set up a little fan and blew it out my window, and then you came into my room, and you were like, "It smells like weed in here," and I was like, "Well, I thought I got it out with yeah. the fan." Right. Thought I was so clever. Okay. And then, <clears throat> yeah, my first few times I didn't feel anything, and I was like, I guess I'm just one of the people who. Do it. Right. Yeah. But then the first time I felt something, I was like, Oh my god! I was like in another world. Do you remember the night? This has been a half hour of just us talking about weed. We're the worst. We're at 22 minutes. It's yeah. All right, though. So, do you remember the night 
All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell the story for the listeners. All right, yeah. I'm fine. not gonna say do you remember. I'm just gonna tell tell them. So I wanted to do. I wanted. I've been smoking weed at this point. It's after high school, and I wanted to try some edibles. And so I knew this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so I knew this guy, and I just bought a shit ton of edibles. I don't even know. I bought like three Rice Krispies, huge. Not like the Rice Krispies you buy, mm-hmm. like three times that size. And lollipops, and I don't even know. And then, so, me and you were home alone. <clears throat> or you were over at this point, I don't know. But, um, and I went in my room, and I didn't tell you that I had them. I don't know why. <laughs> and I just ate a whole Rice Krispie, because I didn't know that you're not supposed right. to eat the whole thing. Yeah. And I had, like, a total... We watched George Carlin, and I had a total panic attack. Do you remember this? I do, because you went to bed. <laughs> For and a second, I hit the floor. I hit the. I didn't hit the floor. I hit the bed. <laughs> and right when I hit the bed, I thought I was in outer space, and right. I was like, "I need to tell Albert because I'm having a panic attack." Right. But and I so came out. You didn't, and it's fine. Like you didn't mention that you had it. Yeah. And you just went to bed, and then you ate it. No, I ate it before I went to bed. Oh. Then I came back out. We watched George Carlin. I said, "I'm gonna right. go to bed because I'm freaking out." Didn't say that to you, but I was like, "I should just go to bed. Maybe I'll just go to sleep." We watched Carlin. After you came out, though. Nah. See, I this is what I remember. <laughs> you went and you ate it. Yeah, and, and I came back out and I... George Carlin. You came back out and you were freaking out. Mm, no, we watched George Carlin before I freaked out. Because I remember I was laughing. How can you laugh and freak okay. out? Okay. Then you you came back out then. Yeah. That's what I said. And you continued to watch Carlin. Then I came back out and I was like, hey. Yeah, I'm, okay. That's right. All right. I forgot that we watched Carl before. Because I remember you were freaking out. And you say freaking out like I was like freaking out, thrashing around. I wasn't freaking <laughs> no. I was quietly freaking. All right. <laughs> you came out and you explained to me what happened. <laughs> and I remember like I was like grandma. Yeah. I was like, oh, don't worry, child. <laughs> Sid, watch some Carlin. You Have some better. water. Like I was pumping you full of water. Yeah. And, um. Did you end up, like, were you relaxed enough that you went back to bed? Yeah. Anyway. I think that's a lot of weed talk that we... So, uh, did you have anything else that... No more weed stories that I have. Right. I mean, we can keep talking about it, but I just don't have any... I don't really... Just panic. The, the, the um... last time I did an edible, I thought I was a cartoon. <laughs> and I was like... What I'm... kind of cartoon? Just, like a rubber I hose? Was... No, I just... <laughs> that's what I think. A rub that... You think I'm a rubber hose? What do you mean rubber hose? Rubber hose style cartoons. That's like Betty Boop original. <laughs> oh, Betty okay, Boops okay, okay. And all that. I, sh- I guess because their arms, that. they don't bend oh, at right, right angles. They, <laughs> <laughs> they look like the guys outside of car dealerships. Bend like that, yeah. You know <laughs> no. those guys outside the car dealerships waving up freaking. They're freaking out. <laughs> they are freaking out. That's the definition of you. Look like one of those. You're freaking. That's the definition. You know. You know you're freaking. You know if you're. <laughs> You know, you're freaking. <laughs> they are freaking out. I'm going to bust So you one. were in New York. You could all, it doesn't matter. It's going to be funny. So you were in New York. Yeah. When everything hit. I don't, I don't want to get serious. but No, it's okay. Let's get serious. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you got out of there. Well, I stayed for a few months. Because in it? the beginning. <clears throat> in we're like, talking about Corona. We're talking about Rona. Yeah. So in the beginning. The 
<laughs> no, not that big. Not the big. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> not the big C. We're not talking about the big C. We're talking about. I mean, that's a pretty big C, Corona. It is, but could it be the medium C? <laughs> no. Or like. It's just not the. It doesn't. We can't. All right, go ahead. I'm trying to open this. I can't. Um. Because when everything, when everything shut down, started to shut down, like right before restaurants did, that's when I got laid off because my day job is restaurant industry. Yeah. So we all thought it was going to be like two weeks. Like, all right, a two-week shutdown, we'd come back after the two weeks, and it'll be fine. That's what, I, that's what the narrative was until that, it was a Monday, and Trump was on giving one of his conferences speeches that they would do every day. And he let the cat out of the bag that he said, oh, this is going to be until July or August when everyone wasn't saying that yet, I feel uh, like. And I was like, look at this guy. You know, he's so stupid. He's given us this timeline that's way too long, right? right. Or he wasn't supposed to say that because no, one's, no one was saying that. Yeah, no. Th- and it turns out he just, he, I mean, it could it's going to go on longer probably than July or August. Right, but, but I feel like, you know, I mean, being the president, somebody probably said, yeah, you know, um, there's probably going to be this. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm just going to tell him that. <laughs> well, yeah, so so I just stayed for like three months and had a good time with my roommates and stuff. And But it was like I needed to like move around more because I wasn't moving my body. I wasn't going outside because right. I would go to the park, but then it started getting crowded. And also it's just like... Yeah, so, so now I'm I'm in Pencil Pencil for 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 a Home. few weeks. Home. In the motherland. I'm in the motherland. So yeah. But yeah, no, and then you left, and then everybody started protesting. That's the effect. Right when I left, That's I left. That's the effect that you have. Yeah. You left, and there was. Like, and no. then it was like, oh wait. Which I felt bad. I wasn't there for the protest. Would you have? Done, would you have gone? Yeah. I would have, but. You know, um, you know, just this just got me thinking about firefighters. Mm-hmm. You know, Dad was a firefighter, New York City. You know, FDNY, FDNY, Laterati, um, Coney Island, and Staten Island. Yeah, um, just a couple islands he was on. Yeah, <clears throat> I keep clearing my throat, but so he's taught us a lot of lessons. Like, what not to do. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest ones for me, I want to know what the biggest one for you is. Okay, now this is good. The like biggest this. piece of advice that he has given me. Mm. Not the big, not in general, but to, to prevent fires. Yeah. In that category was always, always, always. And this goes for everyone out there, too. If you have, if you don't know this, you got to know this. Always, always clean out the lint trap <laughs> in yes. your dryer. Yes. That's like the biggest. Is that your biggest as well? I don't think it's my biggest, but it is up there. It Okay, what's your biggest then? My biggest, huh. You know what with me is that um, for whatever reason, I'm lazy about this. Uh-huh. And, but dad in my head makes me get over that hump mm-hmm. by checking the batteries in the smoke detector. It's very... <laughs> there's, there's a beep that tells you when to do that. Not on all of them, and but even Gabby, up until about uh, up until this pandemic, my smoke detector wasn't even up there. 
Yeah. It started beeping one day. And you just ripped it out. I was like, what? screw you. And I just took it out and I was like, oh, I'll get to it. And I never got to it. And, but now it, there is a battery in there now. Mm-hmm. But that's a big one. But another thing that I always think about is um, unplugging things. Oh, okay. Because I remember many a time, unplug the coffee pot. Did you unplug the coffee pot? <laughs> when we you would, leave. We would turn around. Because you didn't unplug something. Because something didn't get unplugged. We would, if we were going to boopies or something. Yeah. <laughs> we would turn around and, and unplug things. I feel like that doesn't happen as but much. But that that um that's something that I always do. Mm-hmm. I unplug everything before I leave the house, especially big things. A lamp, not so much. The toaster oven, the air conditioner. I'm popping the plugs out. Because one time, another time, when the record store near me, this is, I just thought of this the other day too, but it's it's pertinent. The record store near me got a big influx of old blues records and old jazz records. Mm-hmm. And I went there and I bought a bunch of records. Mm-hmm. And the girl's ringing me up. And she was, I liked her. And we were friends. But for whatever reason, I don't know why, she had a hair up her ass. And she says to me, <laughs> she goes to me, boy, these are nice records. It's like she turned into like mafia all of a sudden. Hey. She goes, you don't be ashamed of <laughs> She goes, it'd be a real shame if something would happen to your apartment with all these records in them. Wow. Do you have renter's insurance? <laughs> that was so weird. And it freaked me out. It freaked me out. That night, my friend had to talk me down because it was freaking me out. That she said it or because she's right? I mean, honestly. Because she's right, but it was... Also because she said it. But also that. because she said it. And here's this bubbly little girl... All of, a turn, all of a sudden turned to Al Capone yeah, behind the counter. And he's like, oh, it would be a shame if something were to happen to these nice records you got here. <laughs> you know, it was weird. But that, like, I was unplugging everything after that. I have smoke detector story. Okay. That I don't know if I told you, but during quarantine in my apartment in Brooklyn, um, I usually have four roommates, but at the, the two of them had gone home, you know, because of everything. So there was two of us left, and then there were two, right? So that was the way it was for... The cheese stands alone. The cheese stands the alone? The farmer in the dome. The cheese stands alone? The cheese stands alone. I've never heard this. That nursery rhyme used to scare me as a kid. Go, I don't want to interrupt your story, though. I mean, I can continue the story. What's this cheese? You ever cheese? heard the farmer in the dell? No. The farmer in the dell. The, the farmer in the dell. Hi ho. And then okay. there's, there's all these people yeah. and animals. And oh, crap. and you say, and the barber and, then and one the one by tree. one, they all come and they all leave. Okay, yeah. They and in the end, it's just this block of cheese and the light of bitch in it. <laughs> just this block of cheese uh-huh. sitting there by itself. Yeah. And that nursery rhyme scared me because this is sad, actually. It scared me because I didn't want to be the cheese. Oh, wow. But it, like, frightened me. But Tell me what the words were at that point. I don't the know. The cheese stands word. alone. The cheese stands alone. That was the end of the song. <laughs> it was this, this damn cheese sitting there by itself. And, it was, yeah, the cheese stood alone. And I was like, I, I wonder why the cheese... I feel like someone in your life has just made up those words. That's no way... If, all right, how about this for the listeners? If you know this, send Albert an email, please. Yeah, send me an email, I guess, yeah. Because I don't know the words. And then we could we could see if anyone's heard Cheese Stands Alone. I don't think they did. Make that up. Oh, make it up. All right. We'll see. Continue your story, though. Okay, so our kitchen smoke detector. This is here. 
This is this is sorry in Brooklyn okay. with my roommate Max, and then there were two. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Noah's Ark. And we were having a good time. <laughs> Noah's Ark. It'd be I'm funny sorry. if me and this kid Max. <laughs> I wish you met Max, because then you would be. I think is this he the, is he the foreigner. <laughs> is he the foreigner? Is he the foreigner? But he is from. He is from place. Newcastle. Okay. He's from Newcastle. He's he's a good lad, but um. A, yeah, I'm sure. Um. Yeah, you're sure. Um. If 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 you knew who, if you could picture him, I think this would be even funny. I funnier. seen him on a Zoom. Oh, okay, okay. So, yep, that was him. So on I Zoom. seen him. So you seen him, and you heard him. Okay, so. We, it was just us, uh-huh. and there was, you know, we have a good amount of smoke detectors in every bedroom, in the kitchen, in every bathroom. Okay. We have two bathrooms. That's, it's, it, that's good. Actually, I don't know if it's in the bathroom. That's, a, I don't, I'm not sure. Never know. Hair dryer could. Hair dryer. But our kitchen once started to act up, and it started giving a weird beep. Not just a beep. Not just, not just one beep. It was like giving this, like, like something was terribly wrong. And so we just kind of ripped it out of the wall. Okay. Right. We have all these other ones all around. We don't, right. It's okay. It's not a big deal. So then I'm sleeping. It's 5 a.m. And Max knocks on my door. And I hope I'm, I think something's really wrong. And he's like, Gabby, I can't go to sleep because the smoke detector in our roommate's room keeps going off. And it's been going off for hours. And I've been trying to figure out, like, trying to get it down. But we don't have, like, a ladder in our apartment. He's like, but it's it's been keeping me up all night. I'm so sorry to wake you up, but like, I just can't go to sleep. And he was still working. And I was like, oh, dude, okay, like, no problem. So we have really high ceilings and no ladder. So what did we do at 5 a.m.? We took chairs like we're sitting on right now. Uh-huh. Two wouldn't, more like that one because it wasn't, they weren't foldy. And stacked them on top of each other. <laughs> stacked them on top of each other. And I was like half asleep. And he was climbing on top of these chairs. And I was holding them. And he ripped them out of that. He ripped the smoke detector out of the one room. And we're like, okay, let's go to bed. We're, go, we're walking away. We hear another beep. I'm like, where's this other beep coming from now? Oh, man. So then we were one of the ones out of the bathroom. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that had, that had to be the one. And then I'm like, we're going to bed again. And then another beep. And I'm like, where is this coming from? We ripped out four in total smoke detectors that night. And we, we have been lackadaisical about it. <laughs> putting them back we haven't put them unless he did but i i so yeah did you just not find the right one or were they all like like the new ones are now tied together that's what i you know what i said something to someone i was like you know these smoke detectors they could be tied together and one sets the other one off and then someone was like no that's not a thing and i was like well i don't know i feel like i know that and if it's not a thing it should be no it is but um it is yeah they have it here it could have been that it could have been that and that's why i was like did all the batteries die at 5 a.m.? Or is there something, is there carbon monoxide in our apartment? Like, what's going on? <clears throat> all I could think of is the episode of Curb when Larry rips the smoke detector out of the wall. No, I don't know. And then um, somebody who smokes in his house comes down and smokes a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this episode. And they throw the cigarette in the garbage and the garbage catches fire. I barely remember this episode. It was early. I don't really remember it either. That's a very Larry I think it thing. was the one where he gets the dirty cake by accident. Okay. I don't remember. I just don't, I don't remember. remember. I remember the I cake part. Watch. I still haven't watched the new season of that show. I saw the season finale. I didn't see any other part. Oh, so it's over. Unless I'm thinking of last year's. But I think it's over, Albert. 
There's one that just came. Well, it's been out a while. Yeah, no, that's over. But last year was the one with the who had the fatwa. Yeah, no, I no, barely no. remember. The new one's over. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I want to watch it. I've been meaning to watch it, but I just yeah. I've been promising people I was going to watch it. To be honest, I don't. I don't like the new Curb. It's not the same. You know what happened to Curb? Different writers. Yeah. Yeah, different writers, and just a different vibe. It's not believable anymore, and it's too, too. I want to know the word. Too like cutesy, cutesy, but not cutesy. Cutesy is not the word, but yeah. it's just too. Yeah. It's like shut up. I. You know what? I, I feel okay. So season five is the last season when Larry was writing everything. Which is New York season. Is that New York no. season? <gasps> Ooh. Season five is when Richard Lewis needs a kidney. I already don't, you know, I already don't like the New York one. Go ahead. New York is when I started losing it. Go season ahead. six, when, um, that's when Leon comes in, Vivica Fox oh. comes in. That's a good season. That is a good so season. It didn't go right down the tubes. Yeah. It was slow. I think the last season with the Fautois was rough. I also think it was bad. I think I need to rewatch it because the person I was watching it with sucked. <laughs> And they made it worse. They made the viewing experience worse for me. Okay. Yeah, watch it again. Yeah. But still, that's what happened. He had writers from Seinfeld come in and help him. And it, and I think Seinfeld took the same... Same, yeah. The same, the same trage- trajectory, but not as extreme. No. Because there are things later in Seinfeld that you, you don't think are that late. Like Festivus. Festivus it's is late. the last season. Yeah, that's late. Season 9. So there's still some good stuff. Right. Kurt, uh, Seinfeld didn't take as much of a dive, but I feel Until like the very last episode, it's yeah. like a nosedive. No. That's a nosedive. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like, it went backwards. How anybody? Nosedive. How anybody could Let think that, that was out. good? I tried to. I try to give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'm like, well, and it's it is it's it's it's, it's to me it's palatable until the cold court thing. It's not even. It's not even. It's just it's not even. Like, what? What were you guys like? Whenever they travel out of New York, I hate it. Like the episodes where Kramer's in California and they go after him, which is long before yeah, it started getting that weird. Was the beginning. I just don't like. I don't like when they leave New York. Just stay in New York. There's plenty to do here. There's plenty of storylines. Okay, what about the um, Bubble Boy? Bubble Boy was out of New York. That's no, it's upstate. Okay, so you I, mean leave the state? I mean, but the upstate episodes, New York, when the cabin burns down, all those are fun. Yeah. Okay. The one with the lobster. All those are fun, like, oh, let's yeah, go Yeah, that's the Hamptons, yeah. Oh, Hamptons, sorry. Hamptons. What did I just say? Hamptons. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what accent is that? Does anyone know. comment on that you have a New York accent? Um, or have you lost people it? People comment on it, mm-hmm. but they comment on it that they like it. And yeah, like, okay. people like, like rib me about it, but that's it. Okay. You know what happens though? What? The word that gets me into most trouble. Yeah. When I let it slip out. Yeah. Um, two words that get me in the most trouble, and not bad trouble, but just it gives it away, <laughs> is window. Uh huh. Window. When I don't say window. Yeah. When I say window, <laughs> or if I say wires, I drop the R on wires. Wires. <laughs> you just say I wires. Say wires. And I don't think about it. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it! Just give me them wires over uh, there. Yeah. And they like, ah, oh, we're just. It's a you know, funny thing, yeah. yeah. Window, windows and wires. That's, that's, that should be a name of something. <laughs> windows and that'd wires. Be a good, that'd be a good handyman store. Yeah. <laughs> windows and wires. But yeah, the accent doesn't get me in, in trouble too much. People tend to like it, but it has given me away. Yeah. What about you? Do you, like, I mean, 
I mean, you were born up here, but you were lived around. You grew up around it. Around the accent, yeah. Around dad and your mom and Dominique. Dominique has it. Well, I would say that I guess people might have used to say it, but not recently. And not only did I get like, oh, you say that thing funny sometimes from outsiders <laughs> in my own home because I'm being raised in Pennsylvania, even though yeah. my whole family, my sisters, my brothers, um, my sister, I have one sister, <laughs> I think. My sister, my brothers, right? Yeah. The parents. The, and then you go see any other family, it's, any like, family. it's 20 times more than right. that, right? Yeah. So not only am I getting from the outside, I'm getting raised. I'm learning the colors. I'm learning numbers. I'm learning the alphabet. You know, I'm learning animal names in Pennsylvania, right? I come home and I say some things. And the family would be like, you say that thing like... Like like a real Pennsylvanian, and this was one word I remember, was orange. I used to say orange because that's <laughs> how I was taught in school. Right. And I just remember I think it was Dominique, um, my sister, saying, "Oh my God, you say that's so weird. Oh, right. that's so weird. You say it like that." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> orange, orange, <laughs> orange." You're practicing it. And so now I say orange. Yeah. Also Florida. Instead of Florida, okay. I used to say Florida, and yeah, now I'm like Florida. Florida is a hard up here. Can I say the something? Accents weird. O R, like orange. Yeah. Florida, R. If you say it like that, I feel like it's more uncomfortable to say it like that. Then Florida is easier to me. Oh yeah, no, it is. Orange, more... orange, yeah. right? Orange. Orange. That's how I was taught. Orange. It's like, yeah. Orange. Can we talk about the accent? This yeah, is something that's bothered it. me. All right. For a long time, and if any listeners have any opinions, I would love to hear about it. Right, Albert? Um, right, Albert. Not right, Albert? Yeah. <laughs> W-R-I-T-E, right, Albert. Um, but in Goodfellas, right? I'm going in the direction of Goodfellas and also point out, wow, your hair's really short. That's the I, first time he just took his hat I off. It's buzzed. buzzed. It. Can I see it again? Can you do that? I buzzed it. Wow, Albert. Because I buzzed it the first time. That was too long? No, it wasn't. It was perfect. But I was going to bring Dad his clippers back. And you knew. And I, it's and I didn't be a want to, every time I come here, I didn't want to be haggling for the buzzers. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Just, I'm just going to go for number two. So the first one <clears throat> was number four, and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. But I said, nope, number two, lawnmower. And it was even shorter than this. Can I say it again? Like the it's, last time I came oh here. Oh, my God. The last time I came here, notice when I came to do the phones, I didn't take my hat off because I was scalped. <laughs> <laughs> you should have taken your hat So it's off. been another week, and it's a little bit longer. But I could see my head last time. I was like, I don't oh, like no. this. I can see my head. <laughs> wow. But yeah. Okay. Anyway, so good fellas. And I was going to say, not only am I growing up in a house full of New Yorkers learning this accent, I'm also watching all these watching mafia. All these over and over, over again. Over and over. Any Roberts in your any any... Pesci. Godfather. Yeah. The Godfather. And, and then the Sopranos. Casino. Um, literally yeah, watch, I wasn't allowed to watch the Sopranos. I don't know. If we were to put our lives parallel. Well, you, you were. 99, you were 9 when it yeah. started. I was a little. And it ended in 2006. So, like, by okay. the time I was older, it was reruns, and they probably didn't care as much. Okay. They, maybe they even forgot how. I'm surprised you weren't allowed to. I feel like we were allowed to watch whatever we wanted and. Here. Not really. My mother, though, had a hang-up oh. on things. And Sopranos. I was barely allowed on the computer. Mm-hmm. 
because she just considered it was just a box of porn to her <laughs> that you could email on. Yeah. And that's so we had this computer that her boyfriend got that fell off the back of a truck. Oh. It was like cutting edge. And it was okay? Oh, yeah. And it fell off the back of a Cutting truck? Cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Thought that would go over better. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go ahead. No, it was cutting edge. Had a flat screen monitor when everybody had tubes. Yeah. It was slick. Anyway, so Goodfellas, right? The, back to the accent thing. There's just something I want to talk about. I need, okay. to, I need to talk about. Is that Henry Hill's... What's his name? Ray Liotta's character, Henry Hill. He plays his character and, you know, you hear New York accent all around. But specifically his character, would certain wood, words, <laughs> cut that the bug out, certain words, certain words, <laughs> okay, I guess you can keep it, but I sound like a dummy, okay. But certain words, he would overpronounce the R's, which you'd think New York drop all the R's and right. have the A's, like Winda. I think it depends on where the R is. On where? <laughs> <laughs> depends on where the, he, he would, I like liquor. He would, like, definitely say liquor. Anyway, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I guess that went nowhere. What are you looking at? Hold on. We don't... We're not... We don't have any juice. Oh, go get some juice. What was it you I, I lost it. Ray Liotta. Goodfellas. He over... I don't know. His accent's funny, and I like it. But, um, I'm just saying. You see those Chantex commercials he does now? I think it's been a while since he's even done them. Okay, maybe I, I feel like I see I feel him. like he's only in Goodfellas to me. Like, he's not he anyone in, else. I know you don't watch this show, too, but he was in um, an episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Are you kidding me? Was he funny? He was. He was, um, he plays, like, the owner of a bodega. Does he have an accent? Yeah. Yeah. And is it the same as Henry Hill's? I feel like it is. It's the same. I think that's his accent. Because he, he had the accent in the Ch- Chantex commercials, too. <laughs> you don't think he changed his accent a little bit? I think it was Queens they were from? Maybe. I, it's been a while since or I've the seen Bronx. those movies. i got to watch them again. No, not the Bronx. I think it was Queens. Maybe, I, had I, this, I had this idea in the beginning of the pandemic that I was going to go through all the Jurassic Parks. I haven't done it. I wonder if I was going to do that or something. I watched all... I finished I finished Game of Thrones during quarantine. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Which, no, no, no. Well, I started bef- way before. I started, like, Jan- January oh, okay. for the first time ever watching Game of Thrones. And it took over my life for a bit. And I was like, I need to take a break That's from this. That's what it does and to people I know. Do you, you've never watched it. No. Well, I took a break for a while and then quarantine started. I'm like, now it's the perfect time because it took over my life. And it ended like shit. I guess... You know, I'm sure anyone who's listening who's seen it, it's shit. Yeah, I didn't. It's I, shit. I'm on a slippery slope right now with uh, with a TV show. Which one? Um, so there's this this show. This isn't it, but there's a show on Netflix. Where there's a spooky chick. I forget her name. Spooky I, I have her chick. on Instagram. She's this like a, a spooky like Betty Page kind of chick who bakes. She does a lot of things. She's an artist. Uh-huh. She makes costumes, mm-hmm. but she also bakes these crazy cakes, oh. huge like houses and stuff. And she had this run of episodes, six episodes, and I was watching that. I watched it over Mike's house, and then 
when you watch that show, Netflix starts recommending things to you. Mm-hmm. And I had recently heard this comedy bit Tracy Morgan did about an old Star Trek episode. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch that episode and see, you know, what see what this bit's about because I didn't get the bit. I watched the episode, I get the bit, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I watched a few more, and now I'm on this kick. Like, oh, am, I no. gonna, am I going to start watching Star Trek now? The old ones, not the new crap. No. The old ones with... Um, with Spock. With Spock and with... Um, with the original. The original crew, William Shatner. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy. You're, have you George watched Sakai. more than one? On, and not just like flicking through the TV. Like, you put them on more than one. You're, well, I let it ride. You know, you're now, I just let it ride. You're watching Star Trek. You're I a am. Star Trek but you know walker, what it is? So, like, I've seen a lot of like space movies recently for some reason. Mm-hmm. Mike's been on a space kick. And I watched the new um, Cloverfield movie with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched some other space movie with Samuel Jackson in it. Then we watched um, Sam Neill and, and um, Lawrence Fishburne. They're on a spaceship. Uh, Vent Horizon. Okay. I didn't like that movie. Disturbed me. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but it disturbed me. But my point: <laughs> watching all these space movies, and they're very gray. It's very metal. There's like grays and blues yeah. and blacks. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's just it, that's that's all the colors. Mm-hmm. It's just those. And you, go, I'm watching Star Trek, and it's '70s, and everything's a rainbow. Everyone's got a different, you know, Spock is in blue, uh, Captain Kirk is in green, O'Hor is in red. Mm -hmm. And everything is like, I know. (laughs) Well, you know, I knew the names because this was another thing, the Drew Carey show. Mm -hmm. There were Star Trek references all the time that I never got. So I'm watching Star Trek now and I'm getting all these jokes from the Drew Carey show, which is part of like, oh, I get that now. Yeah. You know, so... And it, but it's crazy, and like the seventies were nuts, and there were colors, and that's what I appreciate about it. Is it's just wacky, off the wall. I never know what the hell's going on until the end. Right. The last episode I watched, they land on this planet, and there's this beautiful woman, and if she touches you, she kills you. <laughs> and she goes up to a guy, and she's like, "I must touch you. We're meant to be." And she's very pretty, so the guys they they, they like her. So like, sure, touch me. <laughs> and she touches her on the shoulder, and they turn to space dust. Uh huh. And then she tries to touch. Um, oh, she! But Captain Kirk, and he's like, "No." Well, I wish it would make more of a statement. I think if she didn't have to go and try and like be like, "I need to touch you." Yeah. She didn't have to go fishing for him, and she doesn't. I don't think she would. Just guys want to touch her, and she's like, "You know, you can, but maybe right. you shouldn't." And they're like, "Well, I don't know what you're talking about." And then she touches them, and then that happens. Right. Not her going after people. It's kind of like she's going after. No, but at the end, she's a hologram, so it so doesn't matter. So then how did they, how does she, space dust everyone? If I have to, it, it's, it's, it's hard to explain it. Sounds like an easy it's out. Oh, plan- she's just a hologram. <laughs> no, it's a planet, and everybody started to die on this planet. Mm-hmm. So they bitch? built a computer oh. that's a big square. Okay. And this computer would create holograms to defend the planet. Aww. And depending on, this computer was so damn smart... Depending on who is coming to this to this planet, some Trekkie is gonna write me and tell me how wrong I am. Anybody who comes to this planet, this computer pumps out a hologram that will work to defend the planet against that specific person. Mm-hmm. So you got all these space guys marching off a, the um, the command ship, uh-huh. 
And because they're men, it's like, okay, pump out a pretty girl. And that's what it did. Now, here's a question. The planet has a mind of its own and did that? Or the, the people The computer love- does. No, decided to make holograms. Yeah. The planet decided or the people the on the computer. planet? computer. No. Who decided to make the computer that did the holograms? The people on the planet? Oh, yeah, the people. Okay, so yeah, um, you're saying it like I'm thinking the planet has that much power that he... he oh, yeah, the planet, <laughs> planet has a gender that he... The people made the computer. <laughs> the people said, we're screwed, we're going to die. Okay, okay. This is a nice place. We don't want it to be ruined. Okay, I was thinking yeah. the planet had a voice. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Planet Shivers podcast. You can find this episode and all the other episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, the podcast app, and the Albert Shivers YouTube channel. You can find more of my work and follow what I'm up to on Instagram at Albert Shivers. We're going to have part two of me sitting down with Gabby coming out soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode on behalf of me and Gabby. And yes, I'll talk to you next week.